Welcome back to From the Word Ghost, the paranormal podcast for believers and skeptics alike. I'm your host AJ and every week I bring a brand new paranormal story to try and convince my skeptic co-host Jamie. Skeptic! Skeptic! <laughs> of nice. all things paranormal. Great That's start. Me. Great start. Aiden. Yeah, I'm good, brother. You? I'm not good. <laughs> I'm, I'm very tired. Yes, it's been I'm a very, long, I long can't, week. Can't even long, words. Long and spooky week. <laughs> But anyway, this week we have a new listener's story from uh, from the old girl. Jackers the herself. <laughs> the birth giver. And we've also got my story that I'm presenting to Jamie this week, The Ancient Rams Inn. Sounds spooky. <laughs> you ready to get going? On Let's this? do it. On this week's episode, we're going to investigate one of Britain's most haunted places. This time we're taking a trip to Gloucestershire to check out the Rams Inn, which is devil worshipping and child sacrifice. Is there anything that Rams Inn hasn't had happen within these walls? How about a good night's sleep, you know? <laughs> like a nice family meal or something. Anything that doesn't have demons, really. <laughs> and also, like, you, you've already mentioned witches, and that's definitely got my hands <laughs> yeah, I knew it would trigger you. I'm triggered, man, from a couple episodes ago. I feel like my face twitching, my heart's racing. I'm ready to jump off this podcast shit. <laughs> Jamie loves a good witch story. <laughs> but you're right, there's a, there's not exactly a happy Christmas happening at Ram's Inn, by the sounds of it. First built in 1145 in a small town called Watton Under Edge in Gloucestershire. Originally owned by St Mary's Church, Ram's Inn has since had many owners in its time. The inn was originally used to house masons and any other constructors of the nearby church, and later housing a vicar until the vicarage had finished construction. Also home to a pagan burial site that was set on the ley lines, which traced back all the way to the ancient site of Stonehenge. Can I just take a minute to call out Stonehenge, man? (laughs) I've driven past Stonehenge (laughs) twice in the past two weeks, and there's so many goddamn people there just waiting around. It's a real short road. That's a tongue twister. Oh, it is. It's a real short (laughs) road, but it takes like 35, 40 minutes to get past it. You know, like we drove there two weeks ago. Literally people basically stopped to look at a bunch of fucking standing rocks. It's mental, right? (laughs) Stonehenge, why do you think you're so damn special, bro? admit that it's fucked and just carry on driving. I'm just saying what everyone else is saying, man. Stonehenge, I challenge you to a duel. (laughs) (laughs) Pistols and Dawn, baby. Stonehenge, WrestleMania. (laughs) I'm coming for you, brother. (laughs) Brother. Due to streams having to be diverted during construction, locals believed that this created or opened a dark portal once used for pagan rituals. In 1968, John Humphreys purchases the Rams Inn in order to preserve it from destruction. But why? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Pagan rituals. That is not a wise move, in my opinion. (laughs) Dark portals. Burn that mother to the ground, bro. While you have the chance, just get rid of the motherfucker. Don't preserve that shit. Sus of John Humphreys, right? He just wants to watch the world burn, man. (laughs) Ironically, not this building, though. He wants that to stay standing tall, baby. Upon his time living in Ram's Inn, he says to have met and encountered the spirits said to haunt the place, saying on one occasion a demonic spirit had grabbed him, saying that on one occasion a demonic spirit had grabbed his arms viciously and dragged him across the room. It sounds like the demonic spirit has grabbed your tongue, my friend. <laughs> God be good, man. I'm really struggling this week to read. It's all right, man. It's like I've taken a step back in IQ in like a week's time. He also stated that one has fa- 
Oh my god. One has found proof. One has found the devil's hole. What has one found, Aaron? Tell oh, us all. Making me sweat from reading. <laughs> He also stated that he has found proof of devil worshipping and ritual sacrifices. He even goes as far as saying he discovered skeletons of children he believes to have been stabbed with daggers. Even though his wife and daughters left him, he remained in the inn, being visited by the spirits every night for 50 years until John's death in 2017. 50 years, man. I couldn't take 50 minutes. 50 seconds, bro. I'm out <laughs> Boo. Nope, see ya. <laughs> Do you reckon by the end of it, he was just like sick of the ghost shit? He's lying in bed, just reading the newspaper. Feels a ghostly presence sit on the bed. He's just like, <sighs> Fred. How many times have I told you to keep your ghostly ass feet away from me? I'm trying to stay warm in here. Your You're feet are like a Fred. freezer. <laughs> You're attacking Fred. Oh, uh, fuck God you, Fred. Damn. I'm still not over you, Fred. <laughs> Fred's left an imprint in your <laughs> mind. So who or what haunts the Rams Inn? There are several entities said to be haunting the inn. Most famous being a witch that was burnt at the stakes on the grounds in the 1500s. The peak time of witch hunting. She was set to be on trial conducted by the government-sanctioned witch hunters. However, she fled. Eventually finding herself in the ancient Rams Inn, she hid in a room upstairs until she was eventually found and burnt at the stake. Surely there's some kind of a spell to keep you hidden. <laughs> You're a witch! Jump on a fucking broom! <laughs> Get Leave the country, man! Like, the fuck out of there, man! just in the cupboard, like, hiding, and she's, like, shouting, Ready or not, here I go! Oh, shit! I'm the one hiding! <laughs> The room she hid inside was later named the Witch's Room, and one of the more paranormal active rooms in the inn, said to still be haunted by her spirit to this day. There's also stories of the innkeeper's daughter being hung in the attic. Orbs of these spirits have been photographed by former visitors and paranormal investigators. Those staying in the inn, hoping for a glimpse into the afterlife, have stated they have been terrified and tormented by the lights of these orbs. You're you're really making my job hard this week to find <laughs> something funny in these stories. Skeletons of children, children's being murdered. Cheers, Aaron. I guess I'll work overtime this week. Don't worry, mate. That's cool. No, 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 no. You don't need something. I'll work my fingers to the bone. You go home, jump in the bath, have a nice relaxing evening. Listen, I'm going to turn up on a Sunday with a not-so-funny story. <laughs> you're going to record. You're going to find something funny to say. You're going to then edit the podcast. <laughs> Do an animation and then put it out. Make it sound like we're Boko here. Boko here. <laughs> <laughs> I just fucked that up. <laughs> All right, you're on your time now, Jamie. Oh, Not paying OT. There now stands a hole in the lounge area where reportedly children have been buried as part of the sacrifices that occurred within these walls. Also on top of a dining table stands a rocking chair. It is a legend of the house that when visitors hold hands around the table and sing nursery rhymes, the chair begins to rock of its own accord. So guess what? Just, just don't do that then. <laughs> <laughs> Easy problem solved. Listen to this. And no singing will feel the presence of the spirits either touching, grabbing, or slapping them as they sing. Yeah, why? <laughs> I mean, knowing this going in now, you want to protagonize a yeah. bunch of angry kids. Oh guys, if you if you get around this table with the rocking chair on it, which is fucking weird enough as it is. <laughs> why is it on the table? Exactly. Just get around, sing some nursery rhymes and we're just going to beat the fuck out of you. <laughs> How about that? That sounds like a good day. Ring a ring of roses is like the new mosh pit. Yeah. Fucking ghosts. Now for the most haunted room at the inn, the bishop's room. The bishop stayed in this room in days past. The room is supposedly haunted by not only one, but several bishops, as well as dark monks and evil spirits. The spirits are said to be very active 
and show up more often than others. Even a Roman centurion has been documented to be riding on horseback and has charged at the plumbers whilst they were working. Riding on horseback in a room, that just sounds like a logistical nightmare. <laughs> he bursts into the room like, ah! And the horse just like starts knocking over shelves, furniture, and he's like, ah, shit, shit, sorry, my bad. That, that wasn't supposed to happen. Ah, there, there goes the lamp. Bad horse, calm down, boy, calm down. It's just like, what a fucking ridiculous ghost. This room is also home to an incubus and a succubus. Now, for those that are unaware, an incubus is a male demon that seeks to have sexual encounters with his victims. A succubus is a female demon with the same goal. Aaron, you're giving me some real episode four vibes here, bro. What do you mean, bro? (laughs) There were witches and um, a succubus and then Santa fell down from the chimney, but... He, he was a demon. <laughs> What's wrong with a succubus, man? Matt, it's just the amount of shit you're throwing <laughs> on the wall here and trying to get it to stick. Mate, I've got Ghostly to convince turns. you somehow, man. It's, this, this is, is not the way. succubus in the house, I'm telling you. Caroline Humphreys, John's daughter, is now the owner of the Ancient Rams Inn. Although mostly explored solely by paranormal investigators and enthusiasts, it is still available for bed and breakfast stay at the inn. So what do you say? From the word ghost, Christmas party. You know what? I'm down. Let's do it. Yeah, I Let's said do it. it. Book it up, baby. <laughs> you don't believe that this is going to be haunted as shit. It gives me way less creepy vibes than um, Fred's house from last week. Really? Yeah. No, man, this fucked me up. Listen, look, let, let me direct the house. <laughs> I hope you're listening to this podcast, Mr. and Mrs. Succubus. <laughs> um... <laughs> Because if the worst thing to happen is a demon woman sucking the life out of us, well... (laughs) I nominate Aaron as tribute. Yes, he's got good hips. We know he's fertile. We know that. We've got proof. He'll give you much... I don't know how you would create a baby with a succubus. I don't know, but Aaron said he'll give it a good go. He'll give you a much better time than me. You focus all your energy on Aaron. Look at the buttocks on him. Damn, take him, I beg. God damn, my fine ass has got me in trouble on this one. (laughs) Once again... Damn, Damn you! But no, you don't like it. Uh, it's a bit shit, isn't it? <laughs> oh, I actually really liked doing this one. I think you're throwing ghost turds at the wall and they're not sticking. So you. What is di- like? This is way darker than Fred's house. It's darker, but it's the amount of unbelievable shit. There was a fucking horse ghost a second ago, Aaron. <laughs> what is your problem? I bring, bring a perfectly good. Mental asylum to you. You take the piss out of the ghost, understand? No. I bring you Fred, you take the piss out of his marbles. Yeah, but I was... But he freaked me out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> now I bring you, like, demonic fucking worshippers and that. And a you're horse like, ghost. Don't, and don't a, forget the horse ghost. There may have been a horse ghost. And the witches. But, don't forget the witches. Yeah, but the witches is like a legitimate witch hunt thing. And don't, <laughs> don't forget the succubus. And the incubus. And the incubus. All right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I just think, as we discovered in episode four, there's too much shit here. I want something <laughs> narrowed in where we can go, oh, there's more. Like, the listeners' stories are much more narrowed in. Yeah, I, I and feel we're yeah. like seeing not like real proof that's convincing 100%, but still, there's a lot more. And this is just like, and then the horse ghost, bro. 
he came in. From now on, when I research a story, if I, if there's a ridiculous ghost of some kind, like you get right to the end witch. of the page, you're writing it down the whole way. You get to the end of the page, it's like, oh, then the witch cursed them all, and you're like, fuck, <laughs> scribble <laughs> Scrap it all the out. Story, fuck, <laughs> snap my laptop across my knees, <laughs> fuck this. But in my opinion, this is a much better story than don't you dare say Fred. Than Fred. Oh my God, Fred is. Uh, I've been. It may I've not been be relieved of all my jokes of Fred now. He's coming for you, my friend. I mean, you tell this round a campfire is going to get a better response than Fred's story. Okay. I really like this story. You're entitled to your opinion. It's wrong. (laughs) I'm sticking (laughs) to it. It's a wrong opinion. I'm not happy about this. It really upset me. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. I thought this was one that was going to get you. No. I thought this was going to at least creep you out a bit. Not at all. All right. Well, now I'm depressed. Uh, Let's let's go on to my mum's story. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm even more depressed. That was... Wrong time for that sound effect. Sorry, I didn't mean it. So, Jackie, Aaron's mum. Sorry, Jackie. So, Aaron, do you want to give us a brief background about your mum? Your mum? Yeah, why not? Go Um, on, tell us all about Jackers. Well, Jackers, born in 66. 666. 666 Jackers. 666 Jackers. That's her screen name. 666 Jackers is her Instagram, if you want to hit her up. It's not actually, and I'm not going to tell you her. Instagram. Uh, yeah, she got married to my dad quite young. Had Emma when she was around 21. Emma's my oldest sister. Becky a year later. And then I was four years after Becky. The favourite. The best one. Oh, yeah, okay. But yeah, my mum's always been a spiritual person. She always has encounters. Which sort of explains probably why you are so open to it. Yeah. You've grown up around it. You've had it your whole life. We've never feared it or thought anything bad of it. Especially with having an uncle that's a priest. It's like a little bit of a security blanket for us like whenever shit was going on we'd ha- we'd have him come to the house or yeah or what have you yeah she's a um, firm believer in mediums as well okay that's cool has she been to many mediums i don't think recently but she basically stands by people that come to her rather than her going out to to find a medium where she worked in greys when we were younger there was a, a, a person that a spiritual person that would walk up and down the high street mm. and she would every, every now and then she would grab someone from my mum's shop or whatever and give them a reading on the spot yeah if they if they supposedly felt a connection with them and that's a great game to play in greys it's, it, it's one of my favorite games called medium or crackhead <laughs> 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 There's some crazy people in Grays, man. It's on the high street. God damn. Nothing against Grays. I mean, we only practically live in Grays. A sausage roll and a bag of crack within two meters of each other. And a medium reading, apparently. (laughs) All in the same five minutes. (laughs) Fucking love it. You're going to (laughs) die. And there's a beach as well. I'm I mean, if you can call it a beach. It's a sand pit, basically. It's a cesspool. <laughs> Surrounded by syringes <laughs> and sadness. But no, that's, that's, sadness. Basic... that's my new band name. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's, but that's basically all you need to know about my mum. I'm not going to disclose all of my mum's life or secrets or anything like that. But yeah, I, I believe her story starts from when she got her first property. It was a flat in Cone. In in Cone. Cone. It's Cone. <laughs> in Cone. In East Cone. Did you see it? As a <laughs> Man, that song's everywhere. It's everywhere. Mind. And there's memes everywhere. You're the worst for it. I you posted one the other bro. day. I was I like, I can't help it. It's you posted in my head. it before I saw the meme. And I was like, is he having a seizure? <laughs> like, is he all right? It's constantly in my head. So she oh, lived so. in Cone. Cone. Cone, East Hillbury. No, no, and she didn't want to do a voice note. She didn't want to have her voice recorded on it. Yeah, start the fucking story, Jay. <laughs> start the story. 
It started around 1985. I'd just got married and living in my first little home in East Tilbury. My ex-husband was doing overtime on a Saturday morning and I was home alone doing the housework. I was in my bedroom, hoovering, when I felt someone behind me. I turned quickly, expecting to find my husband standing there, but to my amazement, there was a dark figure standing by the door. I jumped out of my skin, as you can imagine. The figure seemed to stand there for what felt like an eternity. This was my first encounter with this spirit. I immediately called my mum as I was physically shaken. She didn't seem surprised by my story. All she said was, Oh, I wondered when he'd come back. What the actual fuck? Your nan is badass, Aaron. <laughs> Mate, just like she is the godfather of grandma. She won't give two shit. She's not scared of nothing. She's just like, oh, that South little prick's back. Ah, oh, fuck that. He does that from time to time. Don't <laughs> worry about fuck. him. Pesky goes. <laughs> My mother's father would always work shift work when she was a kid being a welder. Whilst he was away on work, my mother would complain about seeing a man in her bedroom. But to my nan's knowledge, there was no one there. Time went past and things were still happening. I would put things down and they would move to completely different locations. On one occasion, I had a friend round and as we sat in the living room talking, the taps in the kitchen turned fully on. I'm assuming you weren't around at this point, right? Because if you were, it was you. <laughs> I am the demon child. You're the little demon no child. no one asked for, but you all fucking got. That went around just fucking everyone's <laughs> shit up. Just Turning on taps, flooding the house, <laughs> putting Lego pieces on the floors for people to tread on. Your mum didn't have a ghost or a demon, she just had an Aaron. <laughs> And that's much worse, my friend. <laughs> at least you can get rid of a demon. After the funeral, all the family sat down to have a look at the photo album that they had found. To my mother's surprise, she noticed the man that had been sitting in her room all these years in one of those photos. When I pointed him out, my mum explained that it was my grandfather's older brother, Gus. Gus never married, and for some reason, my mum was his favourite niece. I'm sure it's not meant like this, but it sounds like Shade. It's like, for some reason, God knows why, she was a huge pain in my ass. <laughs> but my mum was his favourite niece. Oh, beats her kids. Still be the favourite. Oh, I see. No, my, na my nanny's like, the, he's a golden woman, man. Let me tell you. She is everyone's favourite person. It's not even Shade. Just no one else lives up to her. <laughs> uh, that, that makes sense. Unfortunately, Gus died shortly after I was born, so I never had the privilege of knowing him. Knowing that the spirit in my house was family stopped me from being afraid, and I just accepted him into my home. When my mother had had her first child, my sister, Emma, things began to get more active, and she would often see Gus walking across the landing or up the stairs. On one occasion, my ex saw him sitting on the end of Emma's bed. He was a non-believer, and he was totally freaked out by his experience. When Emma was around five years old, she would tell me that there was a man in her room. And so the cycle continued, the same cycle that I had when I was a kid. At first, she seemed to accept this man, but over time, it would bother her. So I confided in my uncle, George, who was a Catholic priest. He offered to bless my house, which he did twice. But to my amazement, the sightings carried on. After the numerous blessings of the house did not work, my mother had no option but to communicate with Gus himself. In the end, I was advised to talk to Gus and explain that Emma was becoming scared of him. So for weeks, I walked around the house asking Gus to not show himself to Emma, but I assured him that I was okay with him being around me. This worked, and to this day, Emma still feels his presence, but does not see Gus. It's been 37 years now, and I still have sightings of Gus, but it's just part of my life now. And it can be quite comforting knowing that I always have someone around me. 
So yeah, that's the story. Dang. That's your mum's story, man. I, I mean, I'm saying dang like I haven't heard this story a yeah, thousand I mean, times in my whoa, life. Whoa, what the actual fuck? Oh my God, guys, <laughs> this is brand new information. <laughs> <laughs> How have you kept me in the dark about this all these years? God damn it, mum. But no, yeah, that, that's the infamous story of Gus. Like, my mum sees him as like a guardian angel figure. Okay, yeah. So there's definitely no malice in his visits. Yeah. So she says, all the time she has a visit from him and she will text me what has happened, especially since the podcast has been going really? on. She's been story after story after story. On the topic, have you ever seen Gus or had any... Ca- no, I've there? never had any communication or visits from him. Obviously... My niece, my niece has. Okay. This was when she was much younger. She was quite a bright young girl. Like, she was talking full sentences at the age of two and okay. she was quite a smart girl. But I remember Emma telling me, she'd just put Gracie to bed and uh, Gracie's giggling and laughing. And she's like, what are you laughing at? And she said, oh, the man on the doorframe, he's making funny faces. Yeah. So Emma literally just went, all right, Gus leave it alone um, so I've never had any any contact with Gus at all but I do believe that if my mum's saying that she's seen him then yeah there's no reason for you to doubt it really but at the same time it's like what we say every week isn't it it's suggestive suggestive is like my nan saying, oh, I was wondering when he was going to come back and yeah. this, that and the other. It could have, from a sceptic's point of view, he could have planted the seed there. I can understand why why it could be suggestive. But she clearly believes she's experienced something, even to this day. So whatever it is, in her mind, there's definitely something there. Whether it's yeah. Gus or not. It must be prominent take- enough for her to report it or mm. to like take it on board. And I think as long as you, you think that it's <clears throat> a, a positive manner, like she always takes it in stride. Yeah. Like if she's having a bad day and she'll get a visit from him, it's like trying to cheer her up, up or, or what have yeah. you. So it is nice. It's, it's a very nice thing to think of having a guardian angel or something like that. I mean, yeah. that'll help you. Um, without going into great detail, my mother's had a lot of bad luck in her in her life. So it is good I mean, to yeah, have. she's had you as a child. So yeah, I, I mean, totally that's just that. tip of the iceberg, really. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. It gets worse. <laughs> she's sinking like the Titanic then, bro. <laughs> but it's nice to have that thought that someone could be looking after uh, looking after her in some manner. That's going to do it from us and from the word ghost. Um, tune in next week and we'll uh, continue to explore the unknown together. Hell but yeah, before we Before we go, actually, where yeah, can the guys send us our stories? You can send your ghost stories to fromthewordghost at gmail.com. We're running low on your ghost stories at the moment. We've, uh, we need them. <laughs> Please. Please. We need the most like starving here. Like a crack addict in graves. We need your story. <laughs> or you can Instagram DM us at from the word ghost. Slide into the DMs. Slide into them DMs. I'm not going to try and make a, the noise of a slide like last week because that crashed and burned. But that's going to do it from us at from the word ghost. Come back next week and let's continue to explore the unknown together. Good night. Good night. Good night.